Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and I've trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country, and I've learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. G'day guys, Shane from Karate Over Coffee with another espresso shot, just a little one. Now, if you're not sure who I am, my name is Shane McMahon, C-H-E-Y-N-E. Yes, I am a male. Uh, yes, it's strange spelling and you do, it is pronounced Shane named after a, a famous surfer that nobody's heard of. Um, but uh, so I've been training in karate for yeah, better part of 35 years uh, since I was a four or five year old under my father. Everything I've done in my in my life has pretty much revolved around karate. Every decision I've made uh, work wise, where I live, holidays even, a majority of it is based around karate. Um, so today I wanted to talk about the us culture. Over the last few months, I have held uh, quite a few seminars and outside group training at my dojo. So my dojo is one of the biggest in Brisbane. Um, so we've done a lot of training, um, holding seminars there because uh, it's a big area, nice and nice and bright, easy to get to, plenty of parking, and it's close to Brisbane City. Uh, and, and while they were training, I tried to enforce a no us policy in, into the training. Uh, kind of like a half sort of funny light approach to to the discussion of us and the fact that i i hate it i can't stand us um we've never used us or or even really high into my karate club we've never really it, it hasn't been part of our part of our culture um however last couple of weeks ago one of the instructors um outside instructors or a coach said Without us, there is no karate. I kind of laughed, but I thought they were being funny, but they were like dead serious. I said, well, what do you mean? What do you mean there's no karate without us? They said, well, how else are the members, the students supposed to respond to your commands? And that got me thinking about the karate, about the culture in karate and how sometimes karate can just follow just blindly follow whatever the instructor or the leader at the front is saying without really thinking for ourselves. Did, did this sort of command slash automatic, automatic response come from the influence of the Japanese army? It, it, it is, like I've, I've heard different variations, different ideas and, and theories of where us came from it's, it's hard to pinpoint exactly where where it did come from some people say that it comes from comes from the japanese army um some say it comes from like a, a shortened version of uh um and in fact i have been told that it is a way for homosexuals to identify themselves or identify other people or identify each other in a crowded space or um, those sorts of things. Um, whatever the case, however, however it has evolved, it, it is that, that us culture, it is rampant within karate. 
um, more specifically Japanese karate, not not so much Okinawan karate. I can't remember. I can't remember even hearing or in a Okinawan dojo or Okinawan style of karate, but definitely within the Japanese style of karate, you know, Kokushin, the Shotokan, they're, they're probably the two biggest ones that, that use the us. And then it, it's even come into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and uh, even some Muay Thai uh, fighters are doing it as well. Um, I, I think that the mentality, like this sort of automatic response mentality uh, is why a lot of karate schools and a lot of karate teachers and, and sensei haven't evolved their karate for uh, over a long period. The, this, this us culture, the, the automatic responding to a command without critical thinking, um, you know, like, uh, put your left hand for us, 10 punches, ready, us sensei, you know, that sort of, that sort of just automatic response. There's, there's no, there's no critical thinking there. There's no outside, you know, why am I doing this? Why, why, why are we doing it? It's just, yes, 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 us, 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 um, you know, not asking questions because it's disrespectful that's a that's a japanese culture it's not it's not my culture you know i i respect and understand the, the japanese culture however not asking questions um not wanting to know the reasons why we're doing this why we're doing that that is not part of my culture that that is my culture that is how we have evolved um i was talking to a well-respected sensei the other day uh, and we were discussing the evolution of our own curriculums uh, and, our, and our syllabus and, and how much we have added, but also more so about how much we have taken out. Things like marching up and down the floor doing katakion, you know, doing combinations of different techniques and stances like inside block into cat stance and then into front stance, front front hand, front fist, and then, then reverse punch to the body and then a side thrust kick. Like that is in no kata, um, it's, it's a basic, basically a waste, a waste of time. Um, and the, the, the Sanbon Kumite steps, you know, where you step forward and do Oizuki Jordan and the person steps back and does a, uh, upward block and reverse punch, like how much we have taken that out. So ev everything, so it's pretty much really everything that was created by Japanese masters to fill their own curriculum. It's, it is, it's just fluff. All, all of those things were created for, uh, as a way for school children, uni students, even the general public to continually practice karate and kata and give them, give people something to, to continue to practice. Um, now we have so much more training and we understand our bodies more and uh, we have more, as more full-time dojo open, we have pads to hit focus pads, bags, makiwara, training partners, kumite, kumite gear, whatever kumite is you do. Lots of these things where you don't have to rely on solo training. Um, majority of my training with my adult classes is partner work. Things like hitting their focus pads, hitting bags, doing kumite. All of these things are kubudo, kubudo, kubudo sets, kumibo sets, these sorts of things, partner training. So it's such a critical part of our, of our training. Um, so, so has, has the us culture, has the automatic response to a command, 
Has it influenced karate so much over the years that we have stopped thinking for ourselves? Let me know your thought. We'd love to hear what you think. Am I totally wrong? Or do you have a, another perspective? We'd love to hear from you. Do you say us in your dojo? Do you not say us? Do you say hi? What do you do in your dojo? We'd love to hear. Let me know your thoughts. Otherwise, I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to Karate Over Coffee. And if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes, there are a few things you can do to help us. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube, please do so. We release these episodes every Friday morning, Australian time. Plus, we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify. Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts, hoodies and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. Thanks guys.